The Trench Run Report proudly presents Mando Meetings with your hosts, Aaron Russo and Justin Boots Gray. This is the way. Hey, see everybody. This is Judge Arbinks. Misa here sitting down with the Trench Run Report for watching Mandalorian. Misa sitting here with Justin Boots Gray and Aaron Russo. Take it away, boyos. Oh, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> I feel like he thought about that for a long time. That was amazing. <laughs> that was like six minutes worth of thinking. <laughs> that was that was so good. Damn. The boyos got me. The boyos got me. Take it away, boyos. <laughs> oh. Well, <laughs> intros are said. So, um, yep, and that don't was edit, uh, don't edit any of that. Huh? That reaction should all be in the show. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, we should we should have had like cameras running. It's like my face was just like falling in my hands. I'm like, oh god. You knew it was coming this time. I, I knew, yeah, I knew it was coming, but I didn't know it was gonna be that long. In that good. <laughs> I, had to go, I had to go over the top of that one. <laughs> okay, so um, that was amazing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so that was David uh, returning again um, from uh, last week, and we also uh, have uh, J- uh, the two Jacobs here with us this time: uh, Jacob Danielson and uh, hey. Jacob Hendricks. You guys gonna do your gungans now? No. 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 We're just here for reactions only. Okay. Okay, so uh, this this Mandalorian chapter is chapter 15 and is called The Believer. And uh, and basically the... um, uh, I can't get over the gungans. (laughs) No, 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 but no, 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 don't worry. There's no Gungans in this episode. <laughs> we promise. Though we do have a character that comes back that has referred to Gungans. Uh, they do bring back Mayfell, played by uh, um, Bil- Bilber. Bilber. Yep. yep. So, um, which, I, out of all the people returning, I did not think, I thought that, I thought, Season one was going to be his like one time deal, mm-hmm. like n- knowing him, uh, and like he's he's definitely made fun of stars before, and uh, and like I and like even half of the um, dialogue from that episode from the first season kind of I was like yeah he's like he knows like what makes Star Wars fans tick, and he <laughs> references every yeah. single one, like including Gungans and. <laughs> Uh, Canto Bite. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but, um, yeah, he, he comes back in this one. Uh, we see him on a, uh, pr- looks like a prison planet. Like, more, more like a prison, like, work field. Prison camp. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> they were scrapping Imperial 
war debris or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was very. That was a very cool image. Yeah, that, was, that visually was so like a, cool. Like a, it looked almost like an imperial junkyard, you mm-hmm. know. But obviously, it's controlled by the rebellion. But mm-hmm. it's, it was just seeing Tie Fighters and stuff like that opening shot just piled on top of each other. It was pretty, pretty cool. That was cool. Kind of had a fall or the. Uh, Fallen Order vibe. Yeah, how that yeah. how that game starts oh, out. That, yeah. Oh yeah, and, and, and instead of uh, yeah, instead of uh, Republic uh, and Separatist ships, it's now uh, Imperials. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, plus uh, yeah, and then Cara Dune picks uh, picks up Mayfeld and then brings him to the uh, Slave One, and. Uh, how about we gush about that uh, Boba Fett, Boba Fett uh, paint, paint job? Paint job. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So, pretty dapper. Yeah. Uh, if you guys ever played like Need for Speed Underground and then like you like trick out your car and it comes out like that's literally what it reminded me of because it was just complete new paint job and just they made it a, a, a point too because when he walked down the oh yeah down slate one it was just like here I am runway style. It was just <coughs> phenomenal, and they're like they traveling that. around in the in Slave One. Like he's bringing them, he's transporting a, a, a Republic. What do they call her? Marshal or what yeah, Marshal. Marshal. <coughs> I guess nobody recognized Slave One except Star Wars fans. <laughs> nobody's like, hey, isn't that Slave One? Flying around? No. Yeah, maybe. <coughs> uh-huh. Maybe not. He did so, mention that though too, when they—that's further along that he didn't want to go into the combat because the people might they recognize, recognize him. Yeah, they might recognize my face. Or yeah. shit. But anyway, yes, his armor was. Yeah, that was pretty. I feel like that was like the best kind of fan service. Like, hey, here you go. Like, mm-hmm. beautiful shot of Boba Fett in his armor, all restored. Total fan moment. Mm, yeah. yeah, and plus, like, like at first I was like, "Oh, is this gonna like make fans like angry that it's like it's not like all scuffed up like before?" But no, for me that was like kind of cool that it's like looks brand new and oh my goodness! Yeah, well, we got to cool, see him. So. We got to see him tear it up in the old armor too last week, so mm-hmm. that was kind of rewarding too. So it was kind of a good change of pace. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and, uh, yeah, there's, like, a lot to talk about this episode, but at the same time, it's kind of, like, hard to sum it up, in a way. Um, so, yeah. It's been a very fast-paced episode. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I got, and plus, like, uh, what Jacob said before is that, like, for me, I thought this Dangerously could have been a filler episode, mm-hmm. but they've kept it interesting enough uh, for um, for it like not to like fall into that. Yeah, I mean, so. I mean, if you look at look at the whole story, like it didn't really do anything for the wide story. It was kind of a side mission type thing. That's what you know, going into the Imperial base to find Moff Gideon's coordinates. I mean, if you told me that was in the description of the episode, I would just point to that and say filler episode you know but they they did some things that i'm sure we'll unpack later on in the show that were really really cool just 
seeing Slave One, obviously, seeing Boba Fett, seeing all those things, they just kept it really engaging. So it's hard to call it a filler episode. But if you look at the overall main storyline, it kind of was. But it was definitely entertaining for the forty minutes it was mm-hmm. it was on screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that. That's I kind of felt like that was the closest thing to a filler we've had in like four episodes, probably mm-hmm. bordering on that. But mm-hmm. then, but you did get the. Um, I think I think that conversation that they were having when they were driving the truck or whatever that was. Mm-hmm. Um, the juggernaut. The juggernaut. <laughs> when they, that conversation they were having, I think, is going to be significant, and I think that they developed a connection between those two characters, mm-hmm. and the oh, way that yeah. they left them at the end of the episode. I think that that's going to come back somewhere, maybe not in this season, but I think we'll see Bill Burr's character again. I really like the character development. Yeah, uh, I like I'm both, yeah. I'm both of them. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. season yeah. one, he's just more like this kind of arrogant hotshot. I'm in charge, do what I say, to now he's, he's almost kind of transitioned to that into almost kind of like a team player. Yeah. And, and trying to, like what you said, he would kind of build that relationship with uh, Din Djarin. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with I agree with you, David, because it, like the first season, I just felt like the, the writing wasn't very good for his character. Like he, but you kind of delve deeper more and just, like he said in the show, he's like, I'm a realist. He's like, you might not like what I have to say, but I'm just calling it like I see it. Um, so you kind of... I really, honest, honestly, I did not like Mayfield at all in the first season. I thought it mm. just wasn't... it. And and like I said before, I love Bill Burr. I love his comedy. Just him and Star Wars just looked weird. But, you know, they're, they're developing something there. And I think Bill Burr is just too well-known for him to just only do two episodes of The Mandalorian and walk off. I think they're going to bring him back at right. some point. Yeah. Um, and just it's just another character to really play with. But I agree with you, Aaron. They did really well in the dialogue and just just the writing of the lines back and forth between Mando and Mayfeld in in the Juggernaut was you just there's just something deeper there. It doesn't have to be an eternity, but just really good straight to the point dialogue where you know where each character stands and and how they view things. Mm-hmm. I did like how we made the joke with uh, Mandalore and Alderaan. <laughs> when oh, that that was, that was I, I thought that was too mean. But <laughs> again, it's a <laughs> that, that's definitely yeah. that's definitely his comedy. So, but his the the line but, that he gave him where yeah, he's like where he said um where he said um well like, you know is it is it that you don't take off the Mandalorian helmet? Or is it that you don't show your face? Mm. And, you know, what is this all about? And he, was, and he was making a statement about that I think calls back to Bo-Katan and what she told him about, mm-hmm. you know, the mm-hmm. sect that you're in. Yeah. And he's, he's kind of like poking at his belief system a little mm-hmm. bit. And he's like, don't you see the inconsistencies in what you think you, your code is? And how that plays and, out later on in the episode. Right. Mm-hmm. He takes his helmet off, right? Yeah. Like, and like... Literally for like a really long time in public in front of a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say that's the that was the biggest thing of this episode was him taking the helmet off was, was fully off. Fully yeah. off was yeah probably the biggest you know. Show. Other than the fact that his face was recognized, yeah, when he took it off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was like which we can cut. We can get mm-hmm. to. But I I really I think I want to I want to I did I don't want to go back real quick. I just 
I thought that the, um, visually up to this up to the point all the way up to the point where they pull up to the whatever the refinery or whatever, or whatever. Mm-hmm. yeah like was amazing mm-hmm. like the vehicles um, that juggernaut thing was so cool total Rogue One throwback kind of mm-hmm. feel mm-hmm. Um, the prison transport or whatever um, but I just thought visually like the, the planet and the and the scenery and the vehicles and everything and like. And even that stormtrooper armor, whatever they were wearing, I don't remember ever seeing that before. Well, it kind of seemed like a mix between uh, like the mud troopers, like in the Han Solo movie, yeah, yeah, with the, the shore trooper helmet in a it, weird like yeah. blue milk. There's a white, there's a white, <laughs> well, there's a white version of that helmet, I think. Yeah. Oh, the t- the tank, uh, the tank troopers from uh, Rogue One. Yeah, they yeah, that they, white, a white mm-hmm. version similar to that, I think. Yep. But I just thought visually it was really cool. Like, I mean, I think that's one of the things I'm seeing more and more about the show that I really like is just it so looks like Star Wars. And, like, they yeah. they really give you that visual, like, <laughs> look a lot that's really cool. I yeah. mean, it, it, it's kind of like its own character in the movie. It's, right, it's just, it's like, it's like new original trilogy footage almost. Like, <laughs> yeah. it feels like it, very, and a lot of it, I feel like, harkens back to, like, how they did Rogue One <clears throat> and how they gave us like the in-universe look and feel even though there's new new things being introduced and even though this is on the other side of that story it, it's still really well done like they really yeah. man it looked good I feel like they're they're comboing in CGI and real and yes. they're doing they it's such a touchy thing you know to blend those two together and I feel like we're as fans getting rewarded with like big budget you know blockbuster type um, visuals in a TV show mm-hmm. and I think that's that's something that we should really just cherish because mm-hmm. you know take for example you know Lord, not to get off track but Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit like that's something that does, you know Lord of the Rings did CGI and mixed in the regular effects mm-hmm. perfectly to make it seamless. The Hobbit just went full CGI and it just looked like you were watching a video game half the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there's yes. a ba- there's like a balance and Mandalorian does is it knocking it out of the yeah. park with that combo right now. And I agree. It and we're I, I I don't think people understand how hard that is to do in filmmaking. And they're doing it right now for a TV show. That's 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 monumental in my mm-hmm. book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and plus, like, just like the amount of uh, things that they're doing with the volume, and plus how they're like playing off with the uh, lighting. Because, like, again, like mm-hmm. with CGI, like the big downside is that like lighting's not going to be the same as it is on an actual object. So. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just brilliant um, with uh, what they're doing there as well. <clears throat> that and all this makes me it makes me hope that they do another like the gallery thing where they did the behind the scenes. They 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 are going to do one for season 2. They so. are. Cuz I bet that's going to make us appreciate it even more. Just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're going to see things and be like no way. That was <laughs> that's so, what? Yeah. And the and the pirates and the the hand at, you know I know we'll get to that, but the pirates and the hand to hand combat yeah. Very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, I I just have never been bored with a Mando fight scene yet. Mm-hmm. Like it's just not boring. It's just always new. It's entertaining. You know him, 
him trying to block, and he's realizing he's got stormtrooper armor, not his best card. Like you can see him like hurting on the back of the juggernaut. Like, oh crap! I don't have best card anymore. I have to fight differently. Um, but to see him kind of get a little beat up too, you know, mm-hmm. was kind of kind of cool to see as well. That was cool, especially seeing he didn't he didn't hold back either. It's like, oh, I'm in inferior armor. I'm gonna yep. Try not to get hurt. He goes, no, I, I, he's up in your face. Yeah. Kicking you, punching you right off that thing. I am the weapon. <laughs> <laughs> I like those odds. <laughs> yeah, I think that whole, that whole like, heist train, I felt, I felt like it was definitely a callback to, like, the train heist. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Scenes yeah. The Westerns, mm-hmm. and I thought they did that really, really well. And just, like, the, you know, the, all the dynamics of that. And it's just, you could almost see, like, the, you know, like, the guy coming out of the gun, like thing with his hat and the gun, you know, and the guys on their horses, you know, like riding along and jumping onto the yep. train. It looked, I mean, just exactly like that would look. Oh, we got to talk about the blaster running out of. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, yes. Like all of a sudden we were in a video game and you had to reload. <laughs> and you have no more ammo. Yeah. Like one of these jewel pods that they have to like stuff back in their blasters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever have we ever seen a, a, a I don't think anybody's so. weapon overheat reload. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think no. we've ever seen that. No. In Battlefront, they'll overheat. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that was an overheat. Right. It's like we were, we were in a video game. It's we like were Halo clicks like the <laughs> which buttons reload. <laughs> so that's yeah, X. <laughs> that was interesting to see, and then. They totally kind of played with your emotions there when the TIE Fighters came in and, and, right, and saved, like, saved, the the day. Day, saved the day. So now it's like... And then the Stormtroopers like, uh-huh. are shooting shooting the pirates. Yep. 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 And the Stormtroopers are shooting at pirates. So now you're like... Everybody's celebrating kind of like what you see at the end of A New Hope when Luke blows up the Death Star. It's yeah. like this big like celebration. Yeah, it's like people in and they're like, yeah. It's like... You're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm supposed to be happy for these. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. I've never I think rooted for of, a TIE fighter I'm before. actually kind of feeling like that's somewhat, like, kind of complements the conversation they were having, right? It's like, and it almost, almost yep. had a, a little bit of a ring of um, uh, some of the themes from Last Jedi and what that one character... Um, uh, oh, the, um, oh um, I, 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 feel, I know you're... Blank. Why am I drawing like that? No problem. <laughs> yeah, what, what's his name? <laughs> Forgot his oh, name. <laughs> um, the conversation that he has with with, with oh, Finn, yeah. where he's like, "Yeah, you know, it's mm-hmm. just a game." And it's like it, everybody, you know, oh, he's selling to the good guys and the bad guys. Oh, the, the hacker guy. Yeah. yeah. Why am I drawing a blank on? I can't remember the actor's name right now. I don't know what's wrong. Because he was Benedict in, Del Toro. Yeah, yeah. Benicio Del Toro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was it was some of the conversation was like some of the, that theme was coming in, like you mm-hmm. know, like hey, it's like. There's a gray area here, yep. you know, like, it isn't all as it seems, you know, yep. and sometimes you just have to, you know, and he's pointing out, and then, and then you, and then you get, like, a, a display of that, right? Like, you're yeah. like, oh, who am I rooting for? Because I'm really yep. glad the TIE Fighters okay. showed up. Yeah. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. yeah, I forgot. His name was DJ. DJ. Yeah, right. DJ. Terrible name for that. <laughs> <laughs> but... But that was, that was played out in the scene, right? And then, like, even beyond that, like, once... Well, I mean, even I guess we can we can dovetail into this at, at this point, but like, and then to like drive that point home, mm-hmm. 
Din Djarin takes off his helmet and his face is recorded in the Imperial record. And you're like, right. okay, well, like, who, what, huh? Like, yeah. what side are you on or where have you been and who yeah. are you now and what's going on? Yeah. And like... And like maybe maybe even that's part of why he would never take his helmet off. Maybe because maybe. like hey, you know, I'm, and that's it. That I feel like Rogue One was the first one to do that when they started to, because up until that point we had kind of good guys versus bad guys, right? We had right. we had the Empire and, and the First Order, and we had the Rebellion. And Rogue One, it showed like no, like even the Rebellion do you know bad things. Like like it's not all. You know, rainbows and llamas when, you know, even in the rebellion, like, (laughs) sunshine and rainbows, whatever you want to call it, (laughs) skills, I don't know. But touching on, like, no, not, not every, not, the the good side can't be good all the time. The bad side, you know, they have their motives, too, then. And 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 they're showing that. That one Imperial officer got his chance to, like... Preach the gospel of the empire, right? Right. Order, you know, and he's pointing out something that's semi-valid, right? Like, like there's there's chaos, right? There's a there's a whenever like something that powerful falls, there's a vacuum, and then there's all this chaos, right? And like, so there's 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 this, it brings up all that philosophical stuff, right? About like, well, you know, yeah, the empire's bad, like really bad, and this show is driving that home but at the same time like there is chaos mm-hmm. right and there well, is yeah he, he said that he's you know, like what people don't realize is they don't they don't want freedom they want order right meaning once they get freedom they don't know how to behave meaning we need to think for them right and we need to teach them how to behave is rem- basically was his point it reminds me of my probably one of my favorite lines in any star wars one of my favorite lines is in rogue one when when um, Galen says, sounds more like terror or something like that. It, it doesn't sound like peace. It sounds like terror. And he's like, well, you got to start, start somewhere. somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it kind of reminded me of that. It was like, well, you know, I mean, terror, order. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big was deal. It, yeah. Was it director? Krennic. Krennic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, was like, he was kind. He kind of had some uh, multiple lines because remember when he came to capture Galen, and Galen was like, "So you guys are capturing?" He's like, "No, you're all coming with me." <laughs> like, I'm taking you all. Uh, yeah, I'm with Imperial Relocation Service. <laughs> we'll as, pack all your stuff as prisoners, as heroes of, of the, the Empire. Empire. <laughs> but I think I think that 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 whole like. From the point that they got in the juggernaut and had that conversation, and then you had this, you know, where they infiltrate the Imperial, you know, and then and then Bill Burr's character is like, oh crap, like here I am now, working against the Empire, but oh my gosh, like they know who I am, this guy's going to recognize me, and then Din Djarin goes in there, takes off his helmet, which I didn't expect at all, mm-hmm. and then his face is recognized, so then he's now potentially got this dual... Right, like I used to be with the bad guys, and now I'm not with the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And then I was the bad guys, now I'm with the good guys, but I'm not really sure if I'm a good guy. And like all this ambiguity is going on, right? Like, and all these, you know, and even other, like, you know, like even we could even like even Ahsoka and Bo-Katan, like they're what they're doing isn't necessarily always like all cut and dry, good or bad either. Right. right? Yeah. What were so, your guys' <clears throat> thoughts when he took the helmet off? <clears throat> I think it was out of desperation. 
because uh, before he even goes in there, he's told it's a facial recognition. You go, if you go in, you have to take your helmet off. So he knew that going in, and he tried to scan the helmet mm-hmm. first. <laughs> and then, <laughs> hey, might as well try. Just in case. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see. But he him, almost ran out of time. <laughs> and then you see him almost panic, and then the computer says there's a countdown to where it's gonna like lock him out, like ten, eight seconds, something like that. And you see him like his body language; he almost like panics. And it's like, all right. What's going to be more important to him? His values and not showing his face, right. or showing his face, or, or the child? Or the child. Yeah. yeah. And and I think that's that's the I, part that I think is even just as you're saying that it really didn't occur to me until now that that's that's, that's the moment. It's like mm-hmm. I got to get this kid back, and I'll take my helmet off in an imperial cafeteria <laughs> to do it. I don't give a shit. Like yeah. I'm, I got to get this kid. And and like he's and you really do feel that sense of like how he feels like totally exposed and naked. Like when he takes the helmet off, you're like, Is that yeah. like oh, what's gonna happen? Like yeah. it's a very ex- like he's really like making himself vulnerable and totally exposing himself. Because I think in we, that situation, we talked about it. The the child changed him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that face recognition, it wouldn't surprise me if he did work for the Empire. It wouldn't surprise me if he got contracted out from you know different people from the empire just like you know boba did right you know it just it wouldn't shock me because i still feel and that's why he's so attached to it is because he knows in my opinion he knows that it's changed who he is in this you know progression over these first two seasons but here's the thing though here's what the biggest question i have is like so he gets he gets rescued as a child by the by the mandalorians he's a foundling and he's Mm -hmm. with them and he's basically, I'm assuming, like taught from that point, you never take your helmet off. <clears throat> so where in that history did he get his face yeah. to get security clearance with the Empire? <laughs> like, <laughs> there, this thought just kind of came into mind. Maybe he, uh, maybe he had to do that for like a side mission or something, and he, and like nobody else was around, so he could take his helmet off. Yeah, just because he was so, getting his face mm-hmm. scanned doesn't mean there were other people in the room at the time. Maybe I don't know. But st- but he got he had security clearance through that. Right. Like right. it wasn't like he like, I mean like I, I don't know what I mean. So f- I'm not sure. Like I don't know what you guys. But like when I'm watching that, like to me that was a major reveal. Yeah. Right. Like without saying anything. They, they, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that was major. Like. <clears throat> He had security clearance with the Empire, and they just told the rest of the story. Nobody referred to it. Nobody made a point of... I, to me, I'm like, I need to know why that worked. <laughs> but, but I really which, do. Which, it kind of makes... It, it's weird then, because then when he asks the follow-up questions, you know, what's your TK number? What's your, like, he couldn't think of anything. Mm-hmm. Right. He couldn't think like he was literally dead to rights. <laughs> he had no idea what this dude was talking about. Right. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like if he does have security clearance, how does he have security clearance and not know like basic stuff like that? I don't know. I don't know either. Like I hope we find out someday. I'd really like to know. That was really interesting. Kind of mm-hmm. curious as far as like what the computer screen said. I'm sure somebody will have a YouTube video. <laughs> oh, yeah. new, new rock stars will have it. He'll have it. If you guys watch Eric Voss on New Rock Stars, mm-hmm. he freaking picks apart everything and translates everything that can be translated on the screen. <laughs> like in real time? No, not like, in real he, time. Could no, he like look at it? Uh, no, 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 no. 
Yeah, well, tell back. Yes, the research. Well, I, I did. I did understand. Like one of the screens said, "Warning, though," and the, um, and there was like that one scene in episode one where like Anakin's uh, oh, like, pod racers. No, that that I didn't understand. Oh. Like the like time we got into N one and R two said something about mm. uh, Anakin going back, and like I actually read it. Like, mm-hmm. as it was coming, it was like, Anakin, please return, uh, just turn said shit, said shit to... It says all that? Yeah, it says, like, Anakin, gotta go back, like, please go, please go back, some, some then, like, it kept going, and then, yeah. But, since, um, since we were talking about the cafeteria and the kind of conversation... Mm, right, right. I know you, you and I had a little quick... I. Eye contact when they said Operations Cinder. Yeah, right. That was cool. that ba- Battlefront that reference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's aftermath. Aftermath. The whole aftermath series isn't that what operate? Oh, oh, Operation Cinder. No. What's yeah. the name of the aftermath? What's the name of the, the operation on Jakku? I I wouldn't know. I haven't gotten that far yet. <laughs> I was I, thinking that the whole time. I don't think it has like a. It had a name. I thought. Designate. Oh. uh... It was just designated as a one of Palpatine's contingency plans. That's what Rax Gallius calls it. Is just the contingency. The contingency, maybe that's what mm. it was. Okay. Now Operation Cinder was the one with the uh, like yeah, where it like yeah, yeah. controls like the weather patterns yeah. and like and then basically makes the planet <laughs> destroy itself. Uh, yeah, yeah. That that was that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> now so, let's talk about. Yeah, what not to do when sitting and talking with someone is pull out your blaster pistol and pop them. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was for me. That was um like that moment of like the tension in that moment in that conversation between him and the imperial officer was really really powerful. Like like it was very like like you could they really did a good job of like showing how Bill Burr's character was like Angry. Done with yeah, everything. Reaching the end of his rope, right? As this guy was just, and that and that character was so. The Imperial officer was like, it was almost too much, but like yeah. he was so like, order. Like, so like he was laying it on really, really thick. Yeah, right? Wait on that southern like, accent because you thick. really, not, you really need to not like him so he can get shot. <laughs> I had never seen like a southern Star Wars character until today. Well, you boys, but all hail the empire. But immediately, it immediately, it immediately, it immediately, immediately led into another scene of stormtroopers that can't hit anybody in a closed room. Yeah, like, it was just like they were pinned into a closed room. There's only one way out. They did get out the window. There was even one with the like, food tray. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was just standing that there. That was a great shot. Like, that was like, oh, That was good. Now what? And the, like, they're, like, and, like, the shocking thing is that, like, everybody took that long to stare, and the guy with the food tray was like, uh, now what? And then, like, they... <laughs> they just started mowing down stormtroopers. Well, even, even left and right after that. Even the pirates at like going back like ten minutes. The pirates just they just ran full speed ahead and just like yeah. Teach them to organize <laughs> like somebody. And they had like forty just, thermal detonators. <laughs> 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 
squeezing them like all in their hands. And then everybody died, but this explosive material yeah. that was right around them. <laughs> everybody run into the kill zone. <laughs> Still good though. It's still, still good. We did have some good sniping action with. Um, oh yes, that was cool. Kara. Yeah, that was cool. And the and the I, I did like I did like the in spite of the squeals and screams like those <laughs> those that scene of them mm-hmm. getting out and like all the people falling and all that kick climbing and stuff that was pretty cool stuff. It was cool. It kind of a little bit reminded me it's a little bit of a throwback to like the the Naboo. Palace. Oh, some of that scenery yeah. had somewhat similar look to it a little bit. Maybe, maybe the waterfall. Yeah, the maybe. waterfall and like the yeah. way they were scaling the building and all that. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminded me of it a little bit. Then we oh. had Boba's Uber service. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, some of the shots they got of, of the ship, like the visuals and the sound mm-hmm. in this episode. Oh my god! Then the special package for the Tie Fighters. So yeah. good. <laughs> Oh, oh gosh. Yes. I literally I have a coworker and I don't know I'll tell him to listen to this. I have a coworker who literally that's like one of his favorite things in all of Star Wars is those those so, explosives in episode two. <laughs> like just the sound effect, just the silence, the silence. And, the <laughs> and the way it visually corresponds to that sound. I mean, like that was such a was like poor tie fighters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was immediate throwback to episode two, and I thought mm-hmm. that was and it, they just pulled it off perfectly. It's really fun to do it in Battlefront two when you're playing the video game too, because that and they hit, like I said, they hit the sound and and everything on that perfectly. Mm-hmm. I was and, expecting like some fancy flying and like some dog fights with Boba. Yeah, that's like, what I was. No, no. I'm a badass. This is what how how we do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was a great throwback to that. Because we all were like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I knew, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh yes. <laughs> Please do it more than once. <laughs> um, but the 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 um, the conversation after when they were in the when they after the escape. Oh, like. When Mayfield died, yeah, and like, uh huh. What did you guys think of that? Um, I thought it was funny how Car and Din are just looking at each other, just like ignoring him. He goes, "Am I supposed to go? Because I'll go." <laughs> yeah. I'll go. <laughs> it was okay. It was okay. I mean, look, thinking about it though, it's like, how else do they give this guy his freedom? Right. Other than doing it right. that way, other than doing it that way, it's kind of cheesy. It's kind of corny a little bit, but and he didn't do anything shady or try to like betray them or run I mean, off he, they, during that mission. He did that little thing where he like shot the whatever the rhydonium or whatever it is. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. And then and then like she saw that and she was like, oh okay. But I, <laughs> You're free to go. I thought <laughs> I thought that that. I feel like that took away a little bit. I mean, I get it. Like, like so that part of that is her, like, maybe not just hating anybody who's ever been Imperial. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. she is, like, an, a survivor of Alderaan, which is, like, if anybody's going to hate the Empire, it's yeah. anybody who's from Alderaan, right? And so, like... And I felt like I, I understood the concept of it. Like, okay, like maybe she realizes, like, oh well, maybe not everybody who ever was with the Empire is bad or always bad. Or agreed with them. But right. Mm-hmm. But I 
But I just didn't know if it came. It didn't quite do it for me. Like I did. It just seemed like she was like, "Oh, you're cool now." Like it was just. It, I don't know. It was a little bit lacking in what I would have wanted the weight to be for her to like. Yeah. It was basically, let go like someone go who was a part of the empire. When like up until this point, she her care part of her character is. I hate the empire. Right. <laughs> like, well, he can't find an imperial. I'll freaking kill him with my bare hands. Yeah. Oh, you can go. Yeah. It's, it's like, well, oh, he did okay. blow up the entire. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, and that's that's the saving grace, right? Yeah. Like, he showed mm-hmm. that he he he's and I think and I think that all of that, right? Like all of that, like his character got developed way too much as an individual character and in his relationship with Din Djarin and Cardoon, I think that there's mm-hmm. no way he doesn't come back. Yeah. And have yeah. some role. Like, he's out there in the galaxy, you know. He's kind of like Hondo. Like, he yeah. shows up here and there, you know. <laughs> hey, oh, I can't believe you. Hey, well, you came up. <laughs> I feel like he's, he's going to be, like, out there, like, doing his thing, right? He's not going to be, like, a super good guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's going to come in handy. I can almost guarantee you somewhere down the line he's going to come in handy. I actually thought that Carl was going to, like, try to recruit him. I did too. At the end, instead of letting them go, like because they were right. kind of already building a team at that point too. Cause, right. Like they were all kind of coming together, and you're like, well, Bill Burr's got a few more episodes. They might just leave him in for the last fight with, with Moff, because that's where I think it's heading. But. Mm-hmm. Or did we, did we did we miss anything in the episode? Other than the way that they did Slave One inside. With the whole oh. thing. Oh, that was super cool. Yes. Yeah, I love super that. Super cool. Even with, like, the visual dictionaries, it's, just, it's like, like how, how would that work? And then right. you're just seeing... Though it does kind of bring inconsistency with those books, too, but at the same time, it's like, eh, yeah, this is cool anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, I just, um, yeah, yeah, I just, I just, that type of detail that just, you know, people yeah. that haven't seen the inside of uh, that I've seen the inside of Slave 1 but how that whole thing works mm-hmm. yeah. uh, was really cool mm-hmm. yeah plus it kind of reminds me of the uh, Lego cockpits uh, if you uh, if you get if you guys like ever build the like uh, Slave 1 like any uh, Lego uh, model of it like the like whenever you turn it the uh, cockpit kind of turns like the inside of the mm-hmm. cockpit kind of turns with it so, um, it do- doesn't really, d- I'm trying to remember if it does that with the Hasbro one. I, I don't think so. Uh, Jake, I-, I-, I know that you have, have, uh, the Boba Fett Slave one. I haven't really messed with it, it's so, just kind of sad. That- I haven't really screwed around with it at all. Okay, so. Th- th- well, so if you, you did screw know. around with it, it would have looked like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think they do such a good job of like interior and exterior of mm-hmm. ships and, and vehicles. Yeah. Is one of the things that they just seem to I think they do that really well. Yeah. And when we talked last week we thought maybe there might be some Mando and then some baby Yoda and back and forth. Mm-hmm. Still not doing that. They're they're sticking with Mando the whole way and I I love it. Yeah. Love it. I, I still I think I think my, my bold prediction, like I said I think I think I think Boba dies, and Mando takes over the slave one. That's my prediction. I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's. I mean, like, 
True. Like, right, like, I was really getting, like, I was so set with uh, Razor Cresta's Bandos thing. And plus, uh, yeah, that was kind of heartbreaking losing that. And, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be There's a better to... chance of Slave 1 surviving next week than Boba Fett surviving. Oh, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> if, well, if, if the Slave 1 doesn't stay in the show, how does Mando go anywhere? Right. <laughs> what, right. Well, what's, what's Boba's purpose now? Well, I think I think I think they literally told you he was going to die when he first showed up, and that the first episode that he was back, and he basically like said, "I will protect the child," mm-hmm. like almost like with my life, right? Like he kind of gave that feel to what he was saying, like, and I I do think that there's a possibility that that's what's going to come down to, like, he's going to be an honorable, you know, it's like it's setting him up for the honorable death, right? Like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could be wrong, and I don't necessarily want to be right, but I just right. think that's what's going to happen. I think he's going to die somehow instrumentally saving saving the child or preserving some of the good in the story. And then maybe, like, you know, I don't know, in his dying breath, you know, take the ship. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, like, I think, like, it's like he got his moment, right? He, he made his comeback. He got his armor, he got all spiffed up, you know, and it's like the one last, you know, victory tour for Boba. And then I think he dies and uh, Mando, like, gets the ship. And I think that, and that creates, like, you know, like a sense of history, right? Like, this person died to help me and I'm flying in their ship. And I think that could really add, it could make the, you know, because, like, I mean, I, I love the Razor Crest, but it really didn't have much of a... Like, it's, it, the, any of the personality or character of the ship itself was only from within... Your experiences with the show, mm-hmm. right? but Slave One is like—I mean, that's like iconic and it has a history of, with multiple characters. If that happens, but mm-hmm. um, that's one of my predictions. I also think Bo Katan's going to show up next week. That's my other prediction. Hmm. If she shows up, don't you think Ahsoka would show up? No, mm-hmm. not necessarily. Because they're not, but they're not fighting for really Mandalore. Really, or, or I mean, Dark Saber. Dark Saber. Vote for the Dark Saber to get yeah. so okay. they can get Mandalore. I think that I think I think the Ahsoka thing was. Not, the more I think about it, especially after yesterday's announcements, I think that was just purely like fan service promo. It's like okay, yeah. we're gonna put Ahsoka in the show. She's gonna direct you to blah blah blah, and she's gonna mention Thrawn so that we can take her out and put her in her show mm-hmm. where we do the. Maybe the sequel to Rebels or whatever. It's going to be a Soka, Thrawn, Sabine, Ezra thing yeah. of some kind. Um, and I think that that's, that's going to, you know, I mean, I don't know if she'll, she might show up again, like in the next seasons or something like that, but yeah. maybe I don't think she's going to be a major, a major character. I mean, I think that's part of the interesting, bigger conversation around all these announcements, which is like, how is all this, what parts of this are going to stay separate and what parts are going to be woven together? Mm-hmm. But I think, I think. They've got. I okay. So they. I know for for sure. Absolutely, at a minimum, by the end of the season, we have to have the dark saber do something other than Showing threaten mm-hmm. Rogu. Like, right. like, like it's got to come into play. And I don't feel like it. I think it's either him and Mando, well, facing off Beskar against dark saber, mm-hmm. or Bo Katan showing up somehow. 
and facing off against him. But I think the Dark Saber, Moff Gideon and the Dark Saber have to come into play. And I think obviously either, I mean, something has like they have to close out like in some ways like what's going on with Grogu like is he gonna s- stay a prisoner of Moff Gideon is he gonna be re- rescued or is he gonna fall into someone else's hands or like what's gonna happen with? I think they need to make Moff Gideon kill some people with that dark saber in my opinion like just as a ca- as a casual fan that doesn't know as much on the EU if you want me to actually respect this 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 so-called villain that's the main villain right. of the show, you have to do something with all this setup that you've done, right? Like if I would be thoroughly disappointed if like it's a big happy ending and they get baby Yoda back and I don't think that's how it's going to be, but right. Mob Gideon I hope, you know, does some damage with that dark saber next week because that's what the build-up's been for the past 10 episodes you know at the end of season one you know they've obviously been teasing it the whole time if he was just to be kind of defeated by Bo-Katan Boba and you know Mando I think it'd be kind of disappointing if there weren't any like casualties in that because he wouldn't be really feared as a villain it's one of the things that just in the in the sequel trilogy, it's like Kylo was a really cool villain, but he didn't really he didn't do anything. I mean, other than you know, kill his dad. But I mean, that's you you have to have people that respect the villain. And Moff really hasn't done anything other than really steal Grogu, which is what his and, whole point was. And to begin and with. look very menacing. Like yeah, he just <laughs> looks no. menacing. He looks the part. Yeah, I. I Esposito is a phenomenal, right. phenomenal actor. So I just want them to, but he needs to utilize that. He needs to be like, yes, yeah. He needs to get his hands dirty. I think, I think it's uh, that's, and I, I just don't. I mean, obviously, I don't think the Mando. I don't think Mando's gonna die. I don't think Cardoon's gonna die. Um, I don't think Grogu's gonna die. Yeah. And so, that's so that Finnick could be Boba. <laughs> and Finnick, maybe. Yeah, she was kind of oh, dead. Yeah. She was dead last season, and she was kind of brought back. I don't know if her, but I don't know if her character's death at the hands of Moff Gideon would mean that much. I could see Kara either getting killed by Moff Gideon or seriously injured, and then yeah. maybe Boba steps in in between the two of them, fights Moff. He hurts Moff, but Moff ends up killing him. The reason I think Finnick could die is because, number one, she was almost dead in the end of the season. But she mm-hmm. was the link between Mando and Boba. Right. So she's kind of served her purpose. She's, she's you know... Well, she's she, in she Bad Batch, of, though, too. Did you pick up on that? Is she? Oh, yeah. She's in the yeah, trailer. She, oh, yeah. yeah. She was, uh, uh, well, she was never mind. <laughs> that's, that's, that's before. That's, 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 like, way before. Way so before, that's, like, yeah. young, younger... Okay. Uh, I, I think I think that I think that somebody I think there's got to be something that happened. I don't know what it's going to be, and we haven't even talked about like the other piece that was left hanging from last week, which is what Jedi heard Grogu, mm-hmm. and is that even a scene? Yeah. yeah, like what is is that going to play out in the last episode? But I think that there's got to be they they need to end. The season on like a combination of like tragedy and cliffhanger, I think, kind of like almost like Empire Strikes Back kind mm-hmm. of feel like, and I don't know that I don't know that it makes much sense for the season to end with Grogu and 
and Mando safely reunited, and then yeah. just kind of reset the chase. I don't know if that works for me. I could see like the big big battle going on with Moff Gideon, stormtroopers, the dark troopers. Then we got Din, Kara, Boba, um, Finnick. You know, you got the big fight going on. Something happens. All of a sudden, it cuts off to someone walking up towards them, ignites a lightsaber, and then it could cut out. Leading into next year. Or next season. Next season. So then we'd have that Jedi that Grogu talked to, but... We don't know who it is. Unless it's... No. Green lightsaber. Oh, that's Luke. But then it just stops there. <laughs> but then there's... I'm so, sticking... I am sticking with a Boba Fett redemption death. Well, that, that's the thing. Like, if they played something like that, like, Boba could get killed. Right. But we don't know, like, what happens. So, like, there could be, like, an explosion that goes off while, like, Boba and Moff are going at it. Right. All of a sudden, there's just this huge cloud of smoke, and all of a sudden, we see, just see this green lightsaber turn on. And then it just cuts. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... And it's Rose Trico. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know if she... I'll Wait. stop watching. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to learn how to kill a man, you put that lady anywhere near I, Star Wars again. I, I think. I think that. Um, I really don't think we're getting Luke. I hope so. I really do. I, you hope yeah. we do. I, I hope we do. I don't. If we get Luke, Luke, I'll. I mean, I'll know. be. I'll be super geeked out. Yeah, I would. But too. I don't think we're getting Luke. Well, it's. My thing is, is if, if it's going to be Luke, how do you do it? Right. Among other that's, things. That's the thing. Yeah. Right. I think if, I think the if they could do it and they could pull it off, I think they would. Well, the actor who plays um, Winter Soldier. Yes, yeah, Sebastian yeah. Stan. Yes. He's like almost an identical clone of yeah. Mark Hamill. It's uncanny. Yeah, let's take closer. Let's, oh, play, let's project this out. How do you continue the story at all if it, Luke shows up? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot I mean, of like, things that go at it. It's true. Yeah, it doesn't, I just it doesn't don't think they show up in the show. I don't think they not show up in the show and become one of the main characters. That's not happening. No, no, no. So okay. and if he's just going to show up and leave, well, what? Well, you get some badass stuff with a lightsaber, which is what we were rid of in the Last <laughs> Jedi, which is what we waited. What would, be, years what would be the point of how would that in, in terms of the plot like is he gonna show up and save the day and then say gotta go back to the training academy uh I'll take the little guy like okay. <laughs> if he takes the little guy and leaves little what's the dude. show I I think they could play it and it could pull out, they could pull it off very well because I mean there's a lot of rumor or theories going on what happens if a Jedi shows up with Grogu is he gonna go the route of the Jedi, or is he going to choose to stick with Din Djarin? Hmm. So then that would that would put that path literally right in front of him. Yeah, that's true. Is, okay, somebody didn't somebody say like last week that it could have been that could could be Ezra. Mm -hmm. Please no. Could be Ezra. Could be. Mm. I've heard Star Wars theory thinks it's Cal Kestis. Yeah. I don't. Ooh. I don't think so. Be I don't think they would cross. I think they've crossed over a lot of things. But I don't think they're going to cross over a video game. Well, I don't think so either. Even yeah. even then, uh, it's not really confirmed that Kel Kestis like made it past Episode Six. Yeah. So past, past Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Oh. It makes the most sense if it's Luke. 
because it does with with chronologically yeah. it makes the with most the new sense. canon. This takes place four four to five years after Return of the Jedi, so Ben Ben Solo is roughly four years old. So that's about the same time where Luke and um, who's the guy uh, in Force Santeca? Yes, yeah. We're going around the galaxy searching for uh, Force sensitive stuff, Jedi temples, and starting the Jedi Academy. Mm-hmm. But it, so here's the thing, though: if he shows up, so there's only two scenarios that play out. <laughs> he shows CGI. up, and well, that's the, the a separate question. <laughs> Talk about storyline. He shows up and either takes Grogu with him, in which case I don't know where what you do from there, or he doesn't take Grogu with him, and then you're like, well, then why did you show up? Like I don't understand. Right. Like why is <laughs> I he don't, there? I don't. Like, ah, no, no, no. I don't. That would answer what Ahsoka said: is that if a Jedi hears him or feels his presence, he may come looking for him. Right. I, so if Luke felt the presence of Grogu, he'd be searching for him. Right, no, I get yeah. that, but I'm saying like, in t- think about like, think about the next episode after the finale, right? And, and like, Grogu is in the center of the story. If Luke shows up, he has to either take him with him, right, or he has to leave think, him behind. I, I don't, don't know how Je- you tell either of those stories. I don't think we see a Jedi next week. You don't think so? Mm. I don't think so. I, I still think Grogu has something to do with Snoke in the transition to the First Order. I really do. I, 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 I think I think he he it it makes no sense that he would have that that character would have nothing to do with the sequel trilogy. And it makes and, more sense for his character to have something to do with Snoke. I think. Than correct. Luke. Correct. I I think so because it again he's really honestly unless I'm forgetting somebody probably the most force sensitive being you know. In the galaxy right now, I mean, Grogu is yeah, right at this point. So to create somebody like Snoke, unless you somehow use, because again, do we even know why Moff Gideon wants Grogu? Outside so, of the the donor, he's no. yeah, he's 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 doing something. Right, and that something is we don't very close what, to what Palpatine was yes, doing. Yes, <laughs> that's from the tidbits that we can pick up. They've never really come out and said this is what he's doing. But you can kind of piece it together that that's, you know, I think it's something connection with Snoke. We see that. I, I don't the, see how there. Ha, I think I said this last. I don't remember when I said this, or if, if I said this to anyone. But, but like I don't see like at this point like the Palpatine, the story we got of Palpatine and Snoke in Rise of Skywalker, and what we're getting in the Mandalorian, those things are connected. Mm-hmm. Whether they ever make that connection explicitly. Or whether Baby Yoda is the bridge that connects those, there's clearly like you have cloning, some kind of cloning going on, involving transference of force sensitivity, force and using the force like force power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, what are the chances that that's not that's got to be connected? Mm-hmm. It just has to be connected. There's and no I mean, way that's not. Can connected. you imagine the 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 how high up a villain you would have to be if he were to somehow be connected to Palpatine? Well, no, well, no. Moff Gideon somehow be able to use Grogu for Snoke and be able to, you know, cause mayhem between other characters that we've grown to love, you know, in the EU and, and even in the original mm-hmm. trilogy. I mean, that 
that's what a villain should be. It should be somebody that you are almost scared for your characters. You know, you're scared for them. You know, you right, look, right. You, you look at some of the best villains of all time. That's that's what they did. You know, you were you're you're scared for the characters that you love because of that person. That's what makes a great villain. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. to just steal Baby Yoda and flash the dark saber around. That's not good enough. You got to do something. I think that, but I think that lit. I think that that was pretty. They they that that did give me a sense of like you know like like. That he's a pretty pretty menacing guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he's a pretty pretty mean guy. <laughs> but he's gotta do some menacing things to the characters that we really care about for them and to I start th- taking him serious. I think that that's I think that's I think that's why my guess is we get a Mando man he and Mando will I think they set that up pretty pretty obviously. Like I mean at the, by the end of this episode it's like you and me, buddy. Like I mean, they mm-hmm. personally, the two of them, mm-hmm. are going to face off. Yeah, you know, like, like even it's even not going to be like a by proxy or you know, like I think they are literally going to go hand to hand and or Beskar to dark saber, and then I think that he, Gideon will end up killing someone else in the process. That's my guess. Maybe it's Boba. I don't know who else it could be. Maybe it's Cara Dune. I that surprised me because I think she's. I don't feel like they're setting her up to die, but maybe. Hmm. I think Boba's going. He's going. <laughs> I hope not. It's a, it's a good theory though. I it mm-hmm. it makes sense. I wouldn't be, you know not you say it. I wouldn't be that shocked. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he dies and he leaves his ship behind, and that becomes the vehicle that that the Mando's flying around in. That wouldn't surprise me at all. I, otherwise, I don't know. I mean, I guess if if not if 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 Boba and Slave One survive the season, do they become like? Does this become like a ongoing like p- partnership? Like, are they? Is that? I wouldn't see that as a bad thing. Yeah. I, I don't know if it would be good or bad. I just don't think. I just don't see that happening. I don't, mm-hmm. like, I don't see the show being a permanent like Mando Boba Fett. In active in-person partnership, maybe. I don't know. They, they. I gotta say this. I can't like when I think back to how little story they told in the first two episodes. Like, holy crap! (laughs) Like, I'm overwhelmed now. Like, who, who, who's coming? Who's going? When are they showing up? (laughs) What is happening? Who dies? Like, it's crazy. They've done. They've just really built up. Like built out the a lot a lot they got they got to deliver big next week mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they got to deliver yeah. big next week i th- i think they will i i have the i get i guess all the episodes leading up to this point i'm pretty confident that we won't be disappointed next week I, but I was super confident going into the Last Jedi, so that's probably my, that's probably a red flag, a really big red flag. I think that we are very. I think we're gonna get a death, and I think we're gonna get a cliffhanger. Like I think, I think, I think we're gonna get a death and a cliff. I think, I think, I what I really would prefer, and I don't know which way it's gonna go. Like, but I would prefer that. That Grogu still be Cap- captured. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah I don't think I don't. I don't think there's enough build up for a, for a rescue. Yeah. yeah. 
I think that could be the cliffhanger too, the the clear reveal that Moff Gideon's doing something with Grogu to mm-hmm. create Snoke. And I think that would be that'd be a, that'd be a good cliffhanger. I think I think that's I think you get Boba Fett killed off, rescue you know I think Mando fails to rescue Grogu, but Boba Fett saves his life and dies in the process. He takes Slave One with Cara Dune. And uh, somehow Bo-Katan, I think, I, for some reason I think she's going to show up in the episode. I could be wrong. I don't know. I, I feel like the sequel trilogy needs that Grogu to Snoke connection more than anything. The trick, the trick though, the, this, is where, this is probably the most curious thing about this whole situation for me is like, <clears throat> we've already done the sequel trilogy, mm-hmm. right? So like, now... You can make the argument that they did the whole prequel trilogy without Ahsoka, and Ahsoka exists completely separate from the movies mm-hmm. yep. very effectively. Um, so Grogu can exist separate from the movies effectively. And you could even tie him to Luke. Mm-hmm. Because like Anakin was tied to Ahsoka, and Ahsoka's not in any of the movies, nor is she mentioned in the movies. So mm-hmm. could they could do that. But... I feel like it does kind of like, it's like, okay, so if Luke shows up, okay, and he becomes tied to Grogu in some kind of way, especially if he takes him with him, like, but we don't, we hear nothing about him after that. Like, he's not in the trilogy of movies, and unless Luke's going to be in and out of this story, which I really don't think is going to happen, who's Grogu? He's mm. he's the connection to Snoke, probably. But well, it just it just answers the Snoke question, right? But it does. That his character. Different. What do they do with his character? That's right. why I think he has to survive and still be in peril. I think in some yeah. kind of way. I st- I still don't think he's going to have a tie into Snoke because that because he'd be an exorcist with Palpatine, and so and I don't I don't think that's going to have a tie in with him. Um, I could be wrong though. Well, I don't think he'll ever physically be tied to Palpatine, like. I don't think he'll end up on Exegol, but I think his his high end count blood could. Yeah. Or Again, something. There, he's a donor. Well, he's right. a donor for what? Right. And we still don't know. Like in the, just if we just stick to the show, we don't know what it's for. Mm-hmm. Except mm-hmm. that there was something in that tank. There was there was, was multiple tanks on that refinery that they invaded or whatever that right a few weeks ago that looked like snow. You know, and even but even if it's not Snoke, it's cloning, right? Like something mm-hmm. they're trying to make living things right. with midichlorian rich blood. It's like they're trying to clone. They're trying to Siths, cl- right? There it is. There it is. I, I I I don't I don't. I thought my theory was that I thought they were doing it to like create like a super army of like zombie Jedi badass troopers or something like that <laughs> but I, that's not I, I believe think that's how you think that could still be yeah I mean uh, EU they cloned uh, Luke just with his hand that Vader cut off from oh, yeah. in uh, Empire Strikes Back and made made a Luke 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 yeah. cloned oh uh, no but they didn't make like an army like no troops. No, they just made one. Right, right. But it could be that they're trying to do it so they can have an army of 
That's what I thought first, initially. Yeah. That that first episode when we when we learned that, I think I I thought that they were making an army, like they were trying to do some kind of force sensitive military something. Makes sense with the midichlorian count. Right. Otherwise, you could grab anyone off the street. <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, or maybe we won't. I don't know. <laughs> the suspense. So, yep. That, um, just to wrap things up a bit, um, next week will be the last uh, last mm. chapter for uh, season two. And, um, and that will be the last uh, chapter for Mando meetings as well. Uh and I, and I hope I can speak for all that. We basically had fun doing this. Oh yeah. And um, oh gosh. Okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so um, if you like the show, please like, subscribe to our channel. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram um, at Trench Run. Um, and may the force be with you. Always.